Hello, Unstoppable Actor. I have got an incredible episode lined up for you today and I can't wait to share all of the teachings that are waiting for you in it. We are diving into how you can develop your emotional range, which will obviously allow you to get more roles. It will allow you to feel very, very excited about your work and confident in yourself as an actor. It will stop you dreading those scenes where you pick up the script and it says, Shane has to cry as though the cries are coming from the depths of his soul. You know, when most actors read that, they're like, oh my God, how am I going to do that? But when you learn how to develop your emotional range, you'll stop having that response. You will also absolutely love seeing scenes like that because you'll be like, yes, I get to work my craft. I get to work my my emotional range because as actors, we love it, don't we? We love it when we really and genuinely have a visceral emotional response where we feel something in our body and we're like, yes, I did it. A lot of us are actually critiquing our own work based on whether we felt it or not. And I don't really want you to do that because the emotional work is very, very nuanced. So I just want to talk to you about the expression of emotions first. Obviously, as you know, I've been coaching actors for over 13 years. So I've seen a lot of blind spots. I've seen a lot of mistakes. I've seen a lot of the things that actors trip up on when it comes to emotions. And one of the things that I see being tripped up on is an actor telling me that they felt this deep pain inside of them, which was right for the character. But what I saw was something different. I didn't see the deep pain. So with emotions, it's not just about feeling something. It's also about whether you have the ability to express that with clarity in a way in which it reads to your audience, where your audience feels the feeling as well. So when we're developing our emotional range, And when we're thinking about the emotional work that we do, please refrain from critiquing yourself on how intensely or not you felt an emotion. Because what you experience and what your audience sees are two very different things. Until we've, you know, worked our craft enough that we can get that deep visceral feeling that you're experiencing in your body to actually read to the audience in a way where they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling it as well. I think it was Christopher Walken, who is a very old school method actor. Um, he described emotions as being like the lightning rod that connects you, the actor, to your audience. But when you're experiencing an emotion in your body, but it's not reading, that lightning rod's not there. So your audience are disconnected from your performance. And so there's also that side of emotions as well. But I'm not really going to dig too deep into that today. What I am uh, digging into is developing your emotional range. And I've got, let me look on my notes, one, two, three, four different ways for you to do that. So it's up to you. You can either download the episode and keep referring back to it. If you're in a space where you're able to take notes, you might want to do that. Or you can just keep coming back to this episode and dipping into it whenever you get a character to work on that requires um, a big stretch in emotions and you can just keep listening back to it. What I would recommend though is you do get coaching with this because it's okay to try it on your own, but you need that all important, crucial feedback. And the best place for you to get that is the Method Actor Circle because it's very, very, very low cost. Um, it doesn't cost very much at all to come and join and get the 
not only the training, the exercises and the techniques, but that feedback as well on how you're doing so you can keep developing upon that feedback. So I've left the link underneath the episode. You can go and check that out when you've listened to the full episode. And I'll remind you again at the end as well. So let's dig into these four things then. So how are we going to develop your emotional range so you can start feeling proud of your work, getting more roles, not be scared of emotions anymore, express them with clarity and truth and create that lightning rod between you and the audience? The first way is our starting point being you. In method acting, we always ask the question, who am I first? And that is the starting point for the actor's training. So what we do is we get you to connect to yourself firstly. So inside the method actor circle, the way I do this is specifically with two exercises. One is called Yes And and one is called Tell Me Who You Are. These get you to connect back to who you are. They get you to tap into the emotions that are already inside of you through your life experience and they get you to just express them in a very, how would I describe it? Not in a raw way, but in a very stripped back way because there's no character. We don't want to be messing around with characters in the beginning. It's too complicated. It's like learning to drive. If I think about my very first driving lesson ever, 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 when I was, I think I was 18 and I was living in a different city at the time. I was living in Manchester and the woman who were teaching me on my very first lesson got me to drive up a road, drive back down it, do a three point turn or in the UK it's called a turn in the road now. Um, what else did she get me to do? She tried to get me to drive myself back home um, down a road that's called the Curry Mile, which is so, so busy. On a first lesson, that is far too much to do. It is far too overwhelming. I was far too overstimulated and I didn't have A, the knowledge or B, the experience of even just understanding how the pedals worked in the car. Now, I'm using that to help you understand why we wouldn't overcomplicate emotional work in the beginning stages with a character because just like that first driving lesson for me which by the way I ended up (laughs) this is really bad I nearly ended up running over a squirrel which would have broke my actual heart because I love animals and I also nearly plowed into someone's front garden oh my good lord you can imagine how stressed out I was and the same thing will happen for you I mean you won't run over a squirrel and you won't plow into someone's front garden with emotional work but you will be stressed out it's too much to think about character, character's emotions, how do I even get them out of myself and then how do I express them and then how do I put them in the character and is the character still right? right? Too much, far too much. So we go back to basics. Who am I? Who am I? Just getting you connecting to your own feelings first. And this is good for a number of reasons because firstly, it reassures you that you go, oh, I have got feelings inside of me and I can connect to them. It makes you feel confident in yourself. And it makes you feel proud of yourself because these exercises allow you to create something called vulnerability. Vulnerability is obviously where you are in a state of being open to being criticised, of being rejected. And what I mean by that is when you are doing the exercises and sharing things from your life within reason, it can feel a bit a bit icky have I really just said that have I really just gone to that place and that can make you feel like you could get rejected because it could be the first time you've said something or it could be something that you perceive as not being 
either valuable or worthy to share or a bit scary to share. But that vulnerability then creates connection. And connection is that lightning rod that I was talking about in the beginning. So we don't overwhelm ourselves. We don't try and do too much. So those are the two exercises. Tell me who you are and yes and for those reasons. Now, the second thing is, as an actor, you've got to have self-awareness. So you have to be able to recognise, after you've figured out who am I, what have I got available inside of me, you've reconnected to your emotions, you're feeling good, you've been able to express them, you've created that vulnerability and that connection. The second thing is, recognise which emotions sit more comfortably within you to express and which ones you resist. So the question becomes, which emotions am I very, very comfortable with? Which emotions do I resist? I tend to see, again, like I always say in some of the episodes, like two types of actors. So if you listen to the last episode, you will have known I spoke about the head actor and the heart actor. When it comes to emotions, I tend to see, again, two types of actors. The ones who love the emotions that are typically labelled as more negative. And then I see the types of actors who are more comfortable with the emotions that are typically labelled more positive, more acceptable. One thing I need you to know about emotions is emotions are emotions. They're neither bad nor good. So let's not label them positive or negative. Firstly, an emotion is just energy. It's something that has to be expressed, connected to what's going on in the character's world. But I'm going off on a tangent a little bit there. So the more negative emotions, I'm sure you can already imagine, are things like anger, disgust. The more positive emotions are the ones like excitement, joy. So there are two types of actors. So you need to figure out which emotions are you resisting and which ones are you more comfortable with. Do you fit into the camp of, I love the negative emotions, give me a ragey scene and I'm right there, I can feel all the feels? Or are you the other type of actor who really does not like that, does not feel comfortable with those, but the the positive emotions, the joy, the excitement, the play. Yeah, give me give me a scene where I have to be in love. Oh, and I'm feeling all the excitement and the feels of that. Yeah, love it. So which camp do you fall into? When you've recognised which camp you fall into, you're then going to have to choose just one. Because remember, we keep this simple. We don't overwhelm ourselves ever. We don't try and do too much at once. We're, we're building things up one step at a time. So you have to choose one of the emotions that you resist and master that before even attempting any of the others. And you're more than capable of that. That's easy, just working one emotion at a time. So that's the second thing you need to do. That's how you're going to develop your emotional range. The third thing is you need to people watch. You have got to get into the habit of wherever you are out in public or even when you're at family gatherings or gatherings with your friends or whoever it is that you hang around with in day-to-day life, or, you know, even at work, wherever. Well, there's always people around everywhere, isn't there? But get into the habit of people watching. But be specific. When they're emoting, when they're feeling an emotion, how are they behaving? Because the two go hand in hand. The two are mutually exclusive. And that's the perspective, that's the lens, that's the frame from which you are going to people watch. Because... If you don't, you will get sucked into the emotion and your performance will become crazy and chaotic. Acting's a visual art, it's about behaviour. The final thing is you've got to work your nerves out of your body. You will never, ever, ever have an emotional connection to any emotion, even the ones that you find the easiest to tap into, if 
you have got nervous energy in your body. In method, we call it mental tension, just simply because nerves always, the well, the roots are based in the mind. There's a thought that then makes you feel nervous. And then the fact that you've got the feelings of nerves backs up the thought, which becomes a little bit bigger. And then because you've got that thought again, that triggers the nerves again, and then the nerves trigger the thought. And you get stuck in this feedback loop of nerves and thoughts and nerves and thoughts and nerves and thoughts. So we've got to work these nerves out of you. Your nervous system has to be grounded in a, in a state of balance for you to be able to tap into the different range of emotions that you need. So when we talk about mental tension, mental tension is mental strain. It's the thoughts where you're putting pressure on yourself. It's the thoughts where you're telling yourself you can't do this. This is too hard. Are you going to get it right? Are you going to look stupid? And as I've already said, then that creates the actual emotion in your body. And that's known as emotional strain because then we can't actually access the true essence of the emotion. We might get a tiny bit of it, but but it will never be the essence of it. So mental and emotional strain feed into one another. And that's why we have to approach all emotional work with relaxation and work the nerves out of your nervous system. Because if you don't, you will try to force a connection. Now, if I give you an example, and this has, I can't take credit for this example. It comes from um, Lee Strasberg himself, who obviously is no longer alive, but who developed method acting on from Stanislavski's work that he originally laid out. He gave the example of, if you've got a lollipop in your hand and you try and give that lollipop to a child, but you're forcing it, you're forcing that lollipop into the child's mouth. It doesn't matter how juicy, how colourful, how sugary, how alluring that lollipop looks, that child is going to resist it. That child does not want that lollipop because you are forcing. And that is what happens when you don't work out your nerves. You will lead to forcing. The emotions then won't come out, which is what I was saying about you'll never find the true essence of them. So instead with the child, you know, if you've got your niece or nephew or son or daughter, your grandchild, cousin, whoever, whoever's around you as a child that you're familiar with and have got a good relationship with, if you're like, oh, hey, Lucy, I've, I mean, don't need to talk like me, but what about this lollipop? I've got this big, juicy raspberry lollipop and I bought it for you and I've tried one myself and it is so tasty. Do you want a bit of this raspberry lollipop? Do you want the raspberry lollipop? When you start coaxing in, and I'm not saying coaxing the child in in, in a wrong way, but <laughs> when you coax out the emotions, just like you've heard the example of me doing there with the lollipop, and you're coming from a relaxed place where you're putting no pressure on yourself, there's no strain, the emotion's going to want to come out. And that's when you can then tap into your full emotional range because there's no straining, there's no forcing, there's just teasing them out. So then what we would do after we've enabled you to adequately, adequately sorry, relax your body and to know how to work out those nerves, we'd then go into more advanced exercises and we'd do things like personalization, effective memory. But what we would do is we would start both of those exercises with a step out and then we would end both of those exercises with a step out as well, just to reset your nervous system, put it back into balance. Because the emotional work can be tiring. It can be really, really tiring. And also you don't want to be taking it home with you as well. 
So those are your steps. That is how you develop your emotional range. And I can show you how to do that inside the Method Actor Circle. So if these exercises, my approach to method acting, my knowledge, my experience, and the method itself makes you feel excited, you're intrigued by it, or you're interested in it, or you're like, hmm, I'm a bit curious, I want to know more, click the link underneath the episode, check out the Method Actor Circle. I'd recommend you trying it for a month and seeing how you're getting on. And if after a month you're like, no, it's not for me, that's fine, you can cancel. We've got some amazing gifts available for you for a very limited time and you can read up what they are on the page. So go ahead, click that link and I will see you, hopefully, inside the Method Actor Circle and be coaching you. How bloody exciting would that be?